Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition. It is November 29th, and it's been a great week thanksgiving and all that in the u.s you guys had some fun mm-hmm. dan i did it was fun we ended up having a friendsgiving with a bunch of friends with a bunch of my son's friends so basically it was like four families and a bunch of six and seven year olds running around it was it was good it was a good time cool cool yeah we had some fun too some good food some good shopping and remember if you guys bought a lot of stuff on amazon like i did you can return it up till january 31st so uh, don't open it right away make sure you still want it and uh, I'll be returning some of the stuff, but I got it just in case. So and there's yeah, a couple more deals still going right now, but uh, yeah, it's a good time for most of the stuff, right? It's good to have a window for buyer's remorse, you yeah. know, and the ability to just kind of like drive down the street to Whole Foods and give it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can do that, huh? We don't have, I don't think we have any Whole Foods here. We just take them to Kohl's, right. but <laughs> Kohl's will well, There you go. Yeah. Kohl's, uh, Kohl's, Kohl's does as well. You know, it's funny. I used to... There, Anyway, I'm turning into a Whole Foods fan. Not so much for the grocery shopping, that's fine, but just they have a hot bar and they have food. It's really kind of nice. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. I, I still laugh, though, like some of the deals. Like I got something last mm-hmm. year before uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, mm-hmm. It was one of those hard drives, you know, the little teeny tiny ones, uh, SSD hard drives for a portable. And I think I paid like 160 for it. And right now, okay. Black Friday special, half price, it's from 599 down to 300 or 250 or oh, something. Like, so it's still 100 bucks more than I paid for it when it yeah. wasn't on special. But they just well, inflate crap like crazy. Well, so. price it three times and then say it's half off. That's always yeah. good. So I don't know if it's never been at the full MSRP, but it's just pretty funny. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so thanks everybody for joining us. Hope you guys had fun there. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, we'll we'll be up and uh, come on. I just saw someone said there's some buffering issues. Maybe shut it down and start it again. It looks like our speed is okay on our side, but I don't know. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. We have better internet, so it should be better. So it also any, could be mine. So uh, basically, Gavin will look great, and I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So again, if those don't know us, I'm Gavin Pickens, Senior Developer for Auto Solutions, and I'm joined by Dan Cad, another Senior Developer at Auto Solutions. So thanks for joining us. And to get started, we'll uh, thank, our, uh, thank our sponsors. And to Auto Solutions, the makers of Cold Box, Command Box, Forge Box, Test Box, and all your other favorite boxes out there. And there's a few ways you can say thank you back to Autos for the podcast. And you want to give us a list? For example, you can listen, subscribe to our videos on YouTube. Uh, you can help board us, what we say, reach for the stars. Uh, basically, star and forth the repos that we have on, on, on GitHub. Um, there also is a is a, uh, is a a forge box, uh, command box module that you can use called command box GitHub. Basically, what it'll do is it'll go through all your projects and it'll star the the, the orders projects that are in your dependencies. So a little self-serving, but, you know, it's there as an advertising thing. Uh, yep. s- subscribe to the podcast, on your podcast app. Leave us a review. Uh, you can sign up for a free or a paid account on CFCast, which is releasing content every week. Uh, there's also a Box Life store. So if you ever really felt this need to kind of walk around with like, you know, box merch, you know, you can get that there. Actually, that's at ordersolutions.com slash about us or about hyphen us slash shop. Um, and also we have a number of books for sale on um, on Gumroad, which is gum.co slash cold box tips. The biggest one is the 102 cold box uh, HMVC quick tips and tricks. Yep. Uh, I guess we we do have other books, maybe not on Gumroad, but if you go to the go to the yeah. store on the website, we do have a couple, and I think think they're at Amazon. Yep, we have some there as well. Yep, for sure. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to keep them all in one place, but this is the newest one, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. But the modern CFML is getting a revisit; it's getting revised, and so we'll have a new vi- version of that out here soon too. Um, it's modern er CFML. Yeah. And the GitHub stars thing, it doesn't just help the cold box products or this stuff. Anything in your box dependency list will get started. So if you've got other things from other people like CFML spreadsheet or stuff like that from other contributors, they'll get stars too and they'll like them as well. Cool. But we also want to thank no, our actually, that's, a good, that's a good question. Do the contributors need to have the, the, the GitHub repo in their box.json file? Um, no, well, the in the box.json, probably actually. It probably would okay. have to be listed. That's probably how it cool. does it. Yeah. 
Good point. Just want to throw that out there for any kind of creators. If you want your stuff starred, buy this module. Make sure that that, that your GitHub uh, URL is actually set up correctly. Yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. So we also want to thank our Patreon supporters, which we'll do properly at the end of the show. We have 43 patrons right now providing 100% of the funding for this Modernizer Die podcast and the other podcasts. And it's cool that you guys are supporting us and being able to do this podcast uh, through that. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash autosolutions. And we're halfway through, or almost halfway through our second goal. Um, so all the f- the hosting of Forgebox.io and all those things, um, it's just basically every every bill that we get for S3 traffic and storage and everything else, all those things, uh, we're almost halfway there funded by our Patreon. So we really appreciate our Patreons. Um, speaking of Patreons, we got a new Patreon sponsored job announcement, which Indeed. those who listened the last couple of weeks would have heard it, but tomorrow's guides. Uh, so they're, they're a pretty cool company. You want to tell us a little bit about them, Dan? I do, as a matter of fact. Tomorrow's Guide is the fast-paced leader in the UK care sector, catering for care seekers across three areas, care homes, nurseries, and home care. Um, we, are also, we are often called the trip advisors of the care center. So if you're looking for, you know, I'm guessing nanny, elder care, child care, that's the spot to go. Yep. Right, so tomorrow's have, guides. Yep. So they have uh, two positions available right now. We'll, we'll tell you a bit more in the job section, but we're, they're looking for a senior CF developer and an automation test engineer, both in the UK only, remote, uh, and their permanent positions. Okay. So let's get moving with our news and announcements. So last week, or not last week, last podcast, two weeks ago, because we had a week off for Thanksgiving. If uh, you missed it, we had Kai Koenig on here as a special guest, and he announced CF Camp 2023 officially on the podcast. That's pretty cool. So, Dan, it is really cool. details? I do. I'm sorry. I'm looking at this. I guess some of the guys that are watching are having clipping issues, and I was trying to figure out what was going on. Uh, yeah, so uh, two weeks ago, Kai Koenig came on with a special guest, the last episode with the background and the announcement about CF Camp. Uh, the basic thing is CF Camp is happening again. For those of you that don't know what it is, it is a cold fusion um, uh, conference that happens in Germany. Um, happened, last time was several years ago, but obviously, <clears throat> excuse me, with uh, with COVID and everything else, it took, took a couple of years hiatus. Um, but it's coming up June 22nd and 23rd. Uh, it's in Freising, Germany, and the website is cfcamp.org. Very cool. Okay. Sorry about the audio. I, guys, no, I forget. Uh, the call for speakers is coming soon, or is it open already? Um, no, the call for speakers for CF Camp will be announced uh, after mm-hmm. the new year. So that's their goal. Cool. Um, mm-hmm. Into the box is open already, which we'll tell you about soon. But uh, oh, that's true. the Adobe Confusion Fortuna Alpha release is out. You can sign up for the pre release. We have a link here, but the last time I checked it, it was actually bad. I'm going to send it just in case. Oh, I actually used it right before we uh, went on the air. So I think it should be good. Oh, maybe because I'm already in it, or maybe I'm not sure. That could so. be. So yes, if you guys want to join the pre-release, go find out more about uh, Fortuna, which is code name for the new release, which will be 2023. So um, I still think we more. should have played the Karma Barana behind anything having to do with Fortuna. I know. You know, with the audio issues we're having, or might be having, exactly I'm not sure. it wouldn't go well with it. Good yeah. Point. Well, the thing is, it looks like the stream health is good. I adjusted our volumes a little bit, so hopefully it's doing better. It just it looks like it's outputting. Yeah, and it's not the great version. I don't, I'm not sure. So. Anyway, we'll have to just keep going and we'll see what's what's up here. Um, okay, so next up, we also have the Coldbox Masterclass. So, Dan, have you actually taken this Masterclass? I have actually not taken it formally, but about two weeks ago, I was running into a thing on on, on, uh, on Coldbox and actually started going through it um, and basically binged watched um, almost all of it. I still have about four or five more to go. Uh, but it was amazing, actually. So I, I someone who basically self-taught, like I taught myself cold box and then picked up from like just using it. It's interesting how going back into a class like that really um, kind of smooths out gaps in your knowledge, if that makes any sense. So even if you use cold box before, um, it definitely that is, is worth going back and looking at. Uh, the, basic, ba- ba- the basic thing here is more to learn more about modern web apps and cold fusion. We have a cold box master class for free until the end of the year. A gift to the community so we can all build amazing apps together. Uh, watch all the videos, uh, can binge code, and it goes into everything from testing to setting up an API to doing views if you want to use the actual cold box as your site, um, or setting up as just a uh, as, as just an API with a different front end. 
Um, it really is pretty cool. So, so uh, that's on CF Casts, and it's for free. It's the Cold Box Masterclass. There's a whole section you can browse through. Very cool. Okay. So next up, we have the new releases and updates. And while over the break, we actually had a, a 5.3.10 um, beta release, but also um, a full release. So Lucy's release of 5.3.10. Um, so basically... Uh, the most exciting feature they said, which would make everyone's life better, uh, deploying Lucy servers. It's still experimental, but native support for CFconfig. So uh, it's oh, kind of cool that they're cool. doing more with CFconfig. And uh, I know they have their own kind of like little configuration tool, mm -hmm. but they're trying to get it all working a little better with, with that. So it's, it's kind of nice. Um, so very cool. Um, so I'm going to share the link here if you guys want to find out more about it. And we had a couple of tweets from Brad as well, which we'll talk about in the blogs and tweets section where he was talking about um, a lot of the stuff they're doing. Some of it made it out to 5.3.10 and a lot of security vulnerability library updates and stuff like that. And um, the 5.4, which they're working on, will be a big mm -hmm. one to knock out basically all the vulnerable libraries in, that were found in, in Lucy. So anything that might be possibly vulnerable you know, for government stuff, it's a big deal. So they've been working mm -hmm. hard on that. It's really cool to see. So nice. And then uh, we had uh, another one too, right? Dan, just in case someone missed it. Uh, we do. In case you missed it, spreadsheets, uh, CFML, uh, which basically is a, is there's, there's CF spreadsheet, obviously, for, for the Adobe Cold Fusion, but that doesn't necessarily pour over into the uh, Lucy. Um, and this is a great add on for either one, no matter what you're using. But it's called, uh, uh, spreadsheet CFML version 3.7.0 uh, is released. Um, has a new option to read, vis uh, read visible and format instead of just raw values. Um, oh, which is very cool. Okay, so actually formatting stuff, not just raw values. Uh, looks like James filed a bug on, for the Adobe CF 2021 version. Uh, he's posted a number of different uh, bugs in the last month or so. Um, but yep. the website for that is github.com slash CF Simplicity, C-F-S-I-M-P-L-I-C-I-T-Y slash spreadsheet hyphen cfml yep so mm -hmm. links already in the chat for those watching and the show notes are ready mm -hmm. too so okay well next up we have some webinars and workshops and the first thing i want to do is just share the the google calendar for the audits events we're trying to keep that up to date and make it easy for you guys to see them on your google calendar so mm -hmm. um of course it's one character too long so there we One go. One character too long. When I posted into the oh, chat. Oh, oh, you posted into the chat. Gotcha. Yeah, super long link. I should make a short link for it. But yeah, uh, we also good. have um, this week, we have the Autos Office Hours. And so mm -hmm. uh, this is a new initiative where some Altusians will be on a Zoom call to answer questions that people have. Uh, really you know, loosely structured, just sort of a you know, general just chit chat. And then if you guys got questions about certain things, we can, we can do that. And uh, we have the next one coming up this week, right, Dan? do actually it is on friday i believe yeah on friday at, at 11 o'clock central so noon eastern uh it's, it's the first friday of every month um first friday of every month and this week daniel garcia is going to be hosting a variety of orders people uh officers questions and requests so yeah come on and join in even if you have like on a lunch break or have it playing in the background you can either uh you know uh basically ask questions or just lurk and sometimes it's amazing how many people can ask can answer questions that you didn't know you had like you didn't know it was a thing until it was a thing and then you're like oh i got that yeah. yep for sure yep and again sorry for looking the buffering issues it sounds like uh if people are rewinding and watching it sounding okay so it might be a youtube buffer issue i'm not sure but i am going to be posting the recording on youtube as well as the normal audio thing from the local recording so we shouldn't have these issues so again apologies everybody but we'll keep plugging um the auto software craftsmanship book club is going to be next uh friday so friday the 9th at 2 p.m uh central or 12 noon uh pacific time so that's every second friday of the month and we're working on the clean code uh, the handbook of agile software craftsmanship by uncle bob or robert martin and so the next one we're going to be talking about naming conventions which there's a lot of naming convention stuff um so we're going to be going over that one in detail we'll probably mm -hmm. start moving faster as we go through the rest of the chapters but i think that one will be a few it'll be an interesting conversation with people's different opinions and everything so i'm looking forward to that um, so we do we um, monthly, and if you guys are in the Autos community and you're a Patreon, you can see this link. If you're not a Patreon, or you're not a Patreon on on that uh, community forum, let us know so we can tag you. But um, it's going to be 
that's where we post all the updates and all the little uh, messages about it and that's where the zoom link is there too so mm-hmm. um we'll be doing the the conversion of the java to cfml as we go through the book too so we'll have better cold fusion examples for the book so mm-hmm. i'm excited about that the last one was a smaller number because it was on veterans day but um, we still had a good conversation it was really really fun so i i enjoyed it and the people in there enjoyed it so hopefully you guys can join us for the next one and if you're not a patreon join up at patreon.com slash auto solutions and that's one of those uh the perks is being able to come see the live streams like this so just yeah. so you know even if you can't make the, the patreon the book is actually really good so there's a there's a link to the book i'm just pasting into the chat now uh, yep. a little tiny thing on amazon or there's an animal uh, audible.com version as well yep yeah i really like it uh it's just makes you think and like you know it's as long as you take it positively and and take what you want from it uh you'll get a lot out of it i think just it's nice to to do that and that's why we have the orders coding conventions too for people to share and, and work together on so be very cool so now, gavin i have a question for you because it has there's 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 the book club for the patreons and then there's the office hours because it sounds like I, I think is is orders trying to do a thing now where we're doing something every friday yep basically every friday so orders mm-hmm. office hours is the first monday of the month the second monday uh sorry friday first friday of the month friday. is orders yep. office hours the second friday is going to be the patreon only book club then the third one is going to be the the webinar which we'll be announcing the webinar very soon for this month mm-hmm. and then uh the fourth week usually but with thanksgiving and then christmas uh the coding right. with the kiwi uh gets oh, right. bumped but so that'll be that one and then if we have a fifth week it might just be a bonus or maybe let you have some time off we'll see but uh we might just do a a, a lunch and learn as daniel uh garcia likes to call them so we just yeah. hang out have lunch but that's the plan is to try and give something every friday and we're not right now we're trying two different times to try and beat time zones but we might consolidate them we'll see how it goes mm-hmm. uh one more question that came out of the chat is uh will the will the uh the book club conversations be posted on CFCast later. I know it's for Patreons only now. Yes, but is it? And, and they have been. So the, the first one is already up there. If you guys want to go check oh, it, it is. out. Okay. Yep. So it's already up there on CFCast. So mm-hmm. very cool. I have it on good authority. Uh, yes, they will be. Yep. And then so Ooh. so next up we uh we have some mm-hmm. that you might have missed. Mm-hmm. And so you want to tell us a little bit about the first one. We just, I do. Just in case you missed it, mid, yep, the Mid Michigan uh, Cold Fusion Users Group, Nick Kowatikowski is presenting on APIs and Cold Fusion. Now that now that was in the future tense. It actually happened last or the fifteenth. Um, the basic de- uh, description is Nick is going to show how he builds REST endpoints using native Cold Fusion and Lucy REST endpoint connector. He's also planning on doing a deep dive into Postman and showing all its features. Um, both of those topics are very good. It's amazing. I just started using Postman. Daniel Garcia is a really huge advocate of it, um, and just started started using it more recently. And it's a it, it's a very good tool. Um, but yes, the recording will be on the group. He's on the, the group U, uh, YouTube channel. Again, Which just, I just, just put the link, link in the yep. chat. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So and, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, we had a also had a, a meetup, the CF Hawaii meetup, um, and I had the link somewhere. I can't find it right now. So if um, if John, if you're in the chat, please uh, just slack me a message with that link and we'll get it up there. But Brad Wood um, spoke for the CF Hawaii meetup about managing all your Cold Fusion servers with Command Box. So um, we'll get the link in the show notes. It's not here right now because I couldn't find it this morning in the matter rush trying to get everything else ready. So sorry about that. But um, Would it be on the group meeting page, you think? Uh, I tried, but the meetups having errors too. So I don't know if there's some bigger outage, which is causing issues with all of our problems. So hmm. um, see if meetup is having technical issues right now too. So I don't know. Gotcha. Or maybe it's me, but yeah. So cool. Yeah. So if okay. it's out in the chat, we understand. Uh, watch it later. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> and then nope, uh, it's all good. And then. Coming up here in a couple of weeks, we also have the Cold Fusion Security Training Writing Secure CFML with Pete Freitag from Fundeo. That's going to be Tuesday, December 13th, 2022, from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Wednesday and 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, sorry, on Tuesday, 11, the 13th, and Wednesday, the 14th, between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. Uh, Eastern times. So six hour total, split up over two days so people can sort of work around it. Um, but if you ever. Go ahead. Sorry, I mean to catch you off. I, yeah, but I I took a day long seminar with, with Pete a couple of years ago at the end of the box, and it was it was very good. Um, 
Wiv describes it basically as a hands-on CFML cold fusion security training class for developers. Learn how to identify and fix security vulnerabilities in your cold fusion and CFML applications. Uh, the class is recorded, so if you cannot attend it fully online, you'll have access to the recording. Um, and uh, as Gavin mentioned, it's two days, oh, two, uh, Wednesday, and, sorry, Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, it's taught by, uh, by, uh, by Pete. Uh, it is $9.99. Um, if you're a student, it actually is $8.99. I'm sorry. It's $9.99 full price. There's a there's an early bird discount, which I'm not quite sure when that's done, uh, for $8.99. Um, or it definitely is worth doing. Yeah, for sure. It's a great class. I've taken it before. Um, mm -hmm. Really good. So glad to see Pete's doing that one again. Yeah. Go to your boss. Basically say, it's, it's a security conference. And then when he says no, or she says no, Say, ask why do you hate security? That doesn't play well. So you'd rather have them, you know, basically remind them that you don't you don't want the headline that 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 uh that your website got hacked <laughs> because you wanted to spend you know save a couple bucks. Yep. Next up, CFcast content. Mm -hmm. So go to cfcast.com and you can find lots of great content. Um, we try and provide free and paid content almost every week. So what are the recent releases being? So recent releases, the Cold Box Masterclass, it's on there. Like I said, it's now free. Uh, this actually, oh, I should have just just told uh, just told um, uh, David Levent, uh, Levin, we could have just waited a little bit later in the, in the uh, podcast. The, uh, the Orta Software Craftsman Book Club, Clean Code 1, is actually up there as well. Um, the live one is for Patreons, but it will be on CFCast a little bit later. Don't take that as an excuse not to be a Patreon support. No, we want you guys around. to be excited about what we're covering, so you join, so you can come join the conversation. Because I think half exactly. the value is in the conversation, listening to it's exactly. Good, but being there, <laughs> there's also a whole series that Gavin um, has has clipped together from past um, from past podcasts, which basically is the Forge Box Forge Box module of the week. Uh, there's one new um, there's one new video since last time we, um, we chatted, but pretty much that's uh, that's that's on uh, ongoing release, uh, and also the VS uh, the VS Code hint. Uh, Good grief. The VS Code hint, tip and trick of the week series. So if you ever miss those, you want to go back and just kind of get get caught up on some of that stuff. Uh, it's there as a series that of itself. You don't have to watch the whole podcast. Yep, for sure. So mm -hmm. lots of great stuff there. And then we have more coming soon. Uh, as we mentioned, we're, uh, Dan just mentioned, we have more Forgebox and VS Code stuff coming. Um, and then as we get closer, we're almost in December, which means we'll be releasing the ITB videos for all those who are not ITB ticket holders. So I know a lot of people have been waiting and asking. So we'll be releasing all those in December. We're going to be doing the 12 days of Christmas, but I don't think we're going to wait to the real 12 days of Christmas because I didn't realize the 12 days of Christmas started from like Christmas goes to like January 6th. So I think we'll do 12 days up to Christmas or something like that. I'm not sure exactly, but we'll be releasing a bunch of them in December. So during your Christmas break, if you get one, Hopefully you guys can watch more videos and, um, you know, learn lots of cool stuff because there was a lot of great content at that conference. And um, even if you were there, there's still a half of it you didn't see. So true. And then I'm working on a boxifying third party library. Eric's working on Elixir one and Daniel working on a content box one. So we'll probably be seeing those in the new year. So um, hopefully we'll get time to work on them around the Christmas time area as well. And we'll get some of those out to you guys. So looking forward to that. So okay Whew. talk about conferences so the first one that we should really talk about is cf summit online which has already started so all the speakers um, from adobe's cold fusion summit are going to basically be bringing your their session straight to your screen so i know we have uh we already had a couple i know charlie and nickel uh, already did their sessions and david tattis still um is gonna be i think he did his last week on the 22nd so we've already missed a few but there's a, a few more coming and looks like in the next week we have four i can't believe yeah. that you want to tell us about that yeah there's a bunch coming up so brad brad wood uh is on uh, is tomorrow uh from at 12 at, from 12 to 1 eastern uh he's talking about message queues with rabbit mq um I don't know much about cues, so actually I'm looking forward to that. Um, but they, but that's, that's he's, I mean, he's talking about basically kind of setting up so like there's like, like asynchronous pro stuff can actually work on tasks and projects and stuff. And um, it's a way of actually lining up and queuing it. I'm not sure of all the details, but I will by one o'clock tomorrow. Uh, there's also a one hour workshop, build a complete development, deployment pipeline and production environment for your code. Um, it basically gets into, uh, into CI development. That's by David Byers. And that is on December 1st, which is on Thursday. Um, at three o'clock in the afternoon. 
So 1,500 hours Eastern time. Yep. And then we have Terrence Ryan talking about Google Cloud for the Cold Fusion community. And then we have Pete Freitag uh, taming the top 25 most dangerous software weaknesses, which sounds scary mm -hmm. and awesome at the same time. Thanks, Pete. Mm -hmm. He'll be on mm -hmm. December the 6th from uh, 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock Eastern. And Terrence mm -hmm. Ryan's is on this, the 2nd. So this is this Friday, I think, from 12 to 1 Eastern. So lots of lots of great content. And that's just the, the next week. So there's a lot more in December and January. And I stole your line. <laughs> no, it's all good. I, I was going to say, because I think, I think Daniel Garcia still ha um, has this in January. And yep. uh, obviously, you know, there, there, there's yep. more. Myself and um, Luis will be doing hours later in uh, probably January as well. So Okay, cool. Huh? This is good because I wasn't able to get out there. So I'm glad to be able to kind of obviously see all these and Yep, and else. the website for mm -hmm. the CF Online Summit is cfsummit-online.meetus.adobeevents.com, which is in the chat. So mm -hmm. there you go. Okay, so in case you missed it, uh, we got deploy from DigitalOcean, and that is hap uh, that was happening last week, and mm -hmm. so it looked pretty cool. I didn't get to watch a lot of it. I had a lot of uh, client work that I was busy on trying yeah. to get stuff out. I before. registered, but I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't see it. Yeah, mm -hmm. so that was. Um, the week before, actually. But yeah, it's a lot of cool stuff. DigitalOcean's doing a lot of great things, and I really do like how simple they make everything to do. Um, mm -hmm. AWS has a lot more uh, you know, flexibility, but with flexibility comes complexity, and so yes. DigitalOcean's pretty cool. So I do like that. It's a great way to get started with that stuff, and then you can go to AWS when you want to really fine-tune and dive deeper into every little yeah. thing, because you can. Being so. flexible is, is very good, but it also makes it very easy to break things. So yep. Yes. So, yep. So that was deploy.digitalocean.com. So I think they have their mm -hmm. sessions available for you guys to watch. It was a free uh, conference. So, so something else coming up very, very soon, Daniel. Yes. Next Wednesday, December seventh, two thousand twenty-two, uh, into the box of town. It's next week on, on December seventh. It's a one-day seminar from eight a.m. to five p.m. There's two tracks: one set of sessions and one set of a real deep dive workshop sessions. Um, the pricing ranges from nine to twenty-nine dollars. Uh, uh, that's U.S. dollars. Um, it's at the Hyatt Centric in Las Cascadas, Las Cascadas Shopping Center in Murillo, La Libertad, nine 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 El Salvador. I'm not sure how the addresses work, but I'm hopefully, hopefully someone that that made more sense than it did to me. Basically, it's a one-day conference that that's um, that is actually being done in Spanish. So it we have uh, then that content is also going to be on CFCast later on. Um, so we have a wider variety of audience there, uh, but it's going to be good. I know that um, that a bunch of the uh, the orders people are, are speaking. Um, you know, Melanie's speaking yeah. on testing. Uh, I think Abilio and Jaime are speaking, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think Esme's doing a headless good. content box, and she's mm. doing a workshop. Though we've actually got a couple of workshops and a couple of sessions. That's uh, trying a different format out there. If it works, we might be seeing more of that at, uh, into the box as well. So cool. kind of cool. Yeah. So right. website next for up. that is Latam L A T A M dot into the box dot org. Yep. And we have that link in the show notes and the chat. And for those of you that are very slow, much like myself, Latam is a is a contraction for Latin America. So Latam. Very cool. Okay. So next up we have um Vue.js Amsterdam. So you can see there that's a pretty cool website lots of big um, names you can see evan on the video and lots of people it's meant to be the biggest one in uh in europe or maybe in the world they say uh well oh, wow. it's the world's most special and largest view conference um call for papers is open blind tickets are available and uh, you guys can get all the links for for that so it's uh it looks like a pretty a pretty cool one nice very cool also coming up in april is dev nexus um, the, the, the early board conference pass is available in, oh, till November 20th, but check out the website. Maybe it's still going. Um, it's about 40% off the full price. Yep. I just pulled um, it up. So right now it looks like mm -hmm. 495 for the individual two day passes. So it's about a hundred dollars off. So maybe okay. just under 20%. So there's still discounts, just not quite as much as there right. was. So that's much early bird is just kind of a bird basically. So that works. That's yeah. April 4th to 6th in Atlanta. Um, and uh, do, do, we, uh, do we know if any of our guys are, are going to that? Probably not yet. Huh? Well, yeah, we submitted talks. Um, they did okay. have that close a couple of weeks back. So no, mm -hmm. no 
notification yet, but uh, I think I it, yeah, I think it just closed. The call paper is just closed. I guess at the beginning of the or, or a week ago today. So yeah, yeah. So it's mm-hmm. gonna be fun though. So it'll be cool. And that's nice. being held uh, at the Georgia World Con- uh, Congress Georgia World Congress Center. That's at 25 Andrew Young International Boulevard, um, and it's on the fourth to sixth from nine to six. Very cool. Okay, mm-hmm. next up we have uh, Vue.js Live in London and the UK, and so it's got a lot of cool stuff here. And the dates on this one are—I keep having to change them. So it's the twelfth and the fifteenth, and mm. basically, I think the twelfth is in person, the fifteenth the repeat one for those online. Um, so just uh, check it out. Lots of great videos from previous years as well. So I highly recommend that one. So. If you're looking for uh, early bird tickets, jump on it soon. And again, they do have stuff in London and online. So, but yeah, yeah that Vue.js Live isn't closer to CF Camp. You can like go, go to London, do some stuff. Go to Germany, to, you know, you'll do some stuff. Yeah, but it'll be a, a big flight anyway because we'd have to fly back from the the twelfth, thirteenth, or fourteenth, roughly, and then get back because May seventeenth, uh, we've got something else going on into the box. The tenth oh, edition. Right. Yes. I probably should I should probably should put that on my calendar. Yes. All right. May seventeenth to nineteenth next year. Uh the conference is gonna be this is the end of the box, 2023. Or this is 10th year. The 10 this is the this is the 10 year edition. Um it's gonna be held in the Woodlands in Texas. Um this year we'll continue the, the tradition of training and offering a pre-conference hands-on training day on the 17th. Um and our live mariachi band party. Um we're back to our spring schedule and the beautiful weather in Texas before it gets really hot, I hope. Um, and, uh, yeah, we may have two live bands, much more. We're looking for pretty much looking about how we can make this a much larger, uh, a larger event. Not yep. much larger. I'm going to try and make like a hackathon, hackathon after uh, happy box and try to add some more stuff in. I'm going to play my game, but I keep talking about it. I've been working on forever. So I want to have like a box wars, uh, battle. Oh, there so you we can have a little, little challenge there. So that should be fun. And if you guys are. Uh, excited about that then a, a month later cf camp is back in germany which is amazing so we're, we're happy mm-hmm. to to have cf camp back up and running so june 22nd and 23rd and that's in mm-hmm. freising germany and uh, mm-hmm. so that's the munich airport hotel mm-hmm. which is not at the hotel which is i mean not at the airport which confused me but apparently that's the way it is but okay. if you check out the site right now they just have a save the date so it's the Marriott mm-hmm. Hotel, Munich Airport, Freising. Cool. So and the call for papers is that is coming up. The one for end of the box actually is open now. So if yep. you're interested in speaking, by all means, submit a talk. If you've never spoken at a conference, if you're really interested in kind of maybe the idea of saying, I'm going to pretty much guarantee you probably have something to say. So don't be afraid to actually s- submit something. Uh, yep. It is competitive, but at the same time, throw an idea in there. You never know what's going to happen. Yep. And then we have... Uh, a couple more things as well. So if you go to comps.tech or this other one, there's a developer conference agenda, GitHub repo. Okay. There's a ton of uh, conferences there you guys can get ideas from. So lots and lots and lots of conference stuff. But uh, Online CF Summit is happening right now, this week, next week, this month, next month. So check that out. Lots of great sessions coming from there. Okay, cool. so let's get into the blogs, tweets, and videos of the week. And so first up, we have a tweet from Brad Wood. Do you want to tell us about that one? Yeah, basically what Brad was talking about was that they released the uh, the on uh, the roadmap uh, for 5.4. 5.3, we just said a little while ago, just came out. Um, and this is the whole, uh, the roadmap for what's happening. Yeah, so a big part of it is that those government sites that I was uh, talking about, like right. a lot of government client, clients, whatever, and a lot of room, uh, known vulnerabilities. And one of the next tweets we'll read a little bit later has a list of, and a ticket, and they've been crossing them off as they've been taking care of them. So that's going to be a big, a big win when five point four comes out. There'll be a lot of that, and so a lot of those libraries will no longer be in yeah. Lucy. So basically, everything that that they know that has a known vulnerability, they're looking to uh, to get that fixed. Basically, is what it is. Yep. So mm-hmm. that's really cool, and it's nice to see that they're still working on the five while they're working on the six and uh, i know mm-hmm. they did want to try and get six released but uh not yet <laughs> so uh i know they're wanting to get it out sometime but they've been trying to get all these regressions done and really clean up security so uh, mm-hmm. hopefully they just keep improving that next up we have a, a blog from ben adele so this is actually more of a javascript one 
um, or where it started, but this is for about event source and generating server sent events in ColdFusion Lucy. So he talks about years ago, looking at long polling techniques in ColdFusion, you know, where basically you have a persistent HTTP connection that blocks and waits and, you know, basically this is where you may want to do something like WebSockets or whatever. So he's talking about using event source and he's never played with it. I've never heard of it. So he put together a little example and, you know, and sort of compares. So long polling, uh, that's basically where you just keep pinging the server every once in a while, you know, not a big deal, but this event mm. source stuff sounds interesting. Um, yeah, because he talks about how it's not actually classified as long polling. But, yeah. this, but, but this isn't WebSockets either. This is sort of its own thing, right? And that's Yeah, that's what I was like wondering because it's a linked blocking queue in JavaScript. I mean, sorry, Java. And so I okay. was like, this is really interesting. So it's like basically creating a message queue. So it's not WebSockets, but it's a text event stream. So kind of like an alternative to it. So... Okay. I, was, I thought it was really interesting and i'm like i wonder how this compares to using web sockets does it have more resources less resources i think he mentions at the bottom that um yeah, if we scroll down here a bit more it also mm -hmm. looks like it's over http as opposed to the ws protocol so maybe there's also a a, a firewall benefit to this by not opening more ports maybe it might be that's that's the thing it's kind of kind of interesting i thought it was really interesting to i never heard of it and so he tied into to that sort of setup so pretty cool now uh you want to tell us about the last minute deals that they might be able to get for uh from Audis? i do Black sorry Friday i'm deals. gonna go back over to my notes here i was getting wrapped up in the event in the event uh you know thing so basically uh black friday doesn't just have a, happen at amazon and in-person sites we had we had our own so make 2023 the year you finally start modernizing your CFML projects with our Black Friday deals. Don't waste any more time trying to find solutions. We've got everything you need to rock your projects and learn new skills that will save you time and money while delivering a quality service and make you, you know, better looking too. Yep, so we've got some up. CFCast discounts. So 20% off mm -hmm. annual or 50% off a monthly. Um, mm -hmm. You can get... Um, some tools if you're using Lucy. We got Lucy extensions like the Redis Lucy extension, the Couchbase Lucy extension, the Audis PDF extension, the MongoDB extension, and then the cloud servers. This one was cool. Did you see? Get your first I, year for free with Lucy I did Windows see that. and I, that looks really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was like, dang. And then part of the, the deal, we got mm -hmm. into the box 2023 blind tickets. So you guys can purchase tickets in advance. Save a couple hundred dollars uh, with this blind ticket deal before we've even announced the speakers and the workshops. But you know it's going to be great. And if you want to be one there's, of those speakers, there's a link right there as well in the blog post. Again, for those of you that are slow like me, a blind ticket means you're going to buy the ticket. You just don't know, don't know who's speaking yet. It's sort of like buying it on faith. Yep. So. That's a new thing. We just figured it out a couple weeks ago, too. So, mm -hmm. And then oh, the Coldbox Masterclass is free, obviously. So the offerings mm -hmm. the 31st. So... Uh, Get in there and get that done as well. So uh, there's also sort of deals a, on CFCast, I think, half off or something like that on CFCast. Yeah, fifty percent off the monthly, and then mm -hmm. there was uh, twenty percent off the annual. That's right. Gotcha. Cool. Yep. So pretty, pretty decent. So and then next up, we have um, one of those tweets. So this is what Brad was tweeting. I want to share my screen because this was a really good, uh, a really good one actually. But so this is talking about the vulnerabilities. So let me share the tweet and then I'll share the, I'll share my screen actually. You're sharing it now. I'm sharing now. So here's the link. So mm -hmm. they've been working through a large list of vulnerable library, uh, libraries found. Uh, mm -hmm. Decided that 5.3 will fix a huge number of them. And so if you look here on the Lucy site here, you'll see, well, not Lucy site, Jira, but still, you'll see that they're actually knocking off some of these. So, um, you know, it's kind of cool that they're going through it. And yeah, they're slowly going to be updating and getting through them all. So, so yeah, so these ones were fixed in, in 5.3.10 and hopefully some of these other ones will be updated. Some things are used by different versions of tools like this common collections. It's used by Hibernate 3.5, but you know, hopefully with uh, 6, it'll be, you know, changed. So it talks about why they're actually listed there too, which is pretty neat. So a lot of them are, you know, Jackson Databind, some Jetty ones. So different things. So it's kind of nice to see what they are and how critical they are. So that's why they're mm -hmm. focusing on the criticals. So 
Looks like hmm. there's a couple of criticals that we couldn't get out because they're in the hibernate. But most of the other criticals here in green were all taken care of in 5.3.10. So that's pretty awesome that they took care of all the criticals they could. There's a couple that are, again, just outside the scope because they're basically you know built into uh, hibernate. And we can't just switch willy-nilly with hibernate, that's for sure. So that was a pretty cool little tweet. I like that ticket, and it's nice to see people sharing that. So, nice. mm -hmm. And then next up, uh, we have... Uh, a SQL keyword check. You want to tell them about that while I pull it up? Yeah. So basically, what are the issues you always run into when you're naming things? That was one of the things we mentioned before about what are the the two hardest things about uh, about coding, naming things, um, something else than cache. off by one. Yeah, cache and validation. That's what the, and yeah, yeah, it was cache and validation and off by one errors. Uh, but basically, naming things. One of the big problems is that sometimes you'll you'll have a new a new field and you'll have named it one of the, the SQL reserved words or a cold fusion um, reserved words. So uh, Pete Freitag, one of the tools he has up online is a reserved words checker. And uh, it's basically you type in just checking, basically saying that this is, you know, is this reserved word someplace? And I can run into a problem. And uh, it covers SQL Server, MySQL, Postgres, SQL, Oracle, DB2, ANSI SQL, or just kind of general ODBC reserved words. It's funny that some of these words aren't reserved. Like table's not reserved in three of them, but it's reserved in the others. Integer's reserved in all of them but one. So anyway, you guys can play with that later. But yeah, um, it'd be nice Record, to know. Record, not reserved in any of them. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very interesting. Okay. Here's field. Okay. Yeah. It's probably generic enough. It doesn't need to be. Yep. So mm -hmm. next up, though, we're going to have... Uh, Ben Adele, and he's going to be talking about how to use closures inside of threads so you don't lose mm -hmm. your place, essentially, which I thought was an interesting thought. So did you did you have a chance to look at this one? Have you ever messed with threads before? Dan? Actually, so it's really kind of cool. We think a lot of times about separating out our our, 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 our code for reuse. You know, basically, we talk about using handlers, then we, then we map things out, we pull them out, we abstract them into models. And then we, so that way we get, we have a division of, um, division of logic in certain places. But what he's talking about here is not just a division of logic, like putting business logic someplace, but it's actually focusing very much on the underlying scope of all these things. And I know most of us, you know, we, we realize we have to var scope stuff. Um, otherwise we get into like global variables and then that's a bad and everything else. In this case, it's specifically using a closure to run some code. And he, uh, interesting, basically, he writes the code in a closure, but the the whole point of a de de definition of a closure closure is a is a method that you then use as a variable to pass on to something else. So not only is he writing it in a closure, but the whole way that he runs it is he actually hands off the closure to a whole other function, which then runs it. And that way, it definitely is out of the scope than than what he's working on in his regular code flow. Um, yeah, and it was interesting because usually when you run a thread you lose access to everything. You know, you lose right. access to the application scope, you lose access to like so many different things and <laughs> Coldbox does a system output, you get you lose access to logging. It's very it's very difficult to, to debug. Yeah. That so was really that's why people hate <laughs> that. And uh, and so that's why in, in Coldbox we have a lot of work done uh, in, you know, all the the threading stuff. So Everything in that, all the stuff that Coldbox does is to try and help you with that. So it's kind of interesting that, yeah, we've basically done all that work. And I'm like, I wonder if through it, like using a closure could have helped with a lot of that stuff. I mean, it's it's pretty interesting. Yeah. So like closures can save your life there. So because, yeah. yeah, you can hold on to the stuff you need to, but still handle it in a threat. So I hadn't heard anyone doing that. So that's pretty smart. Although Louis yeah. is probably doing it under the covers anyway, and that's how he does everything, but yeah. I just didn't know that. <laughs> so, like, I've been doing that since 97. What are you talking about? Yep. So I thought mm -hmm. that was pretty interesting. Yeah, no, this is pretty cool. And so, um, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just thinking, there's all these different things, like you learn different different techniques on, on how to do things. Then you realize that there's so many ripples that come from that and other benefits um, that you're like, oh, that's why that's important. And then you've got to realize who actually coded the underlying code that ran that, like, you know, we all do our cold fusion stuff. And there's the guys that do the Java part that it compiles to. Then there's people that actually do it. And I'm like, how do you actually write something that will then keep track of all the different scopes and everything else? And there's some very smart people in the world. 
Yep. So Random thoughts. Continue on. <laughs> yep. No problem. So next up, we also have a, a tweet from James Merberg, and this tweet says, "Adobe just flagged this bug with a trivial priority." Um, and this basically asks is anyone using Confusion Developer, the alpha, if it made it to the next niche, the next version, can you upvote it? His invalid ZFML should throw an error. So his bug log that he basically the title reported, of this is fantastic. Yeah. I like it. Says, it says invalid CF script if else returns the wrong result. That seems to be big, I would think. Yeah, especially when the tag base ones throws an error. Right. Exactly. Um, but I've looked when you look at ifs and elses and if ifs, sometimes it's hard to know if the if is actually an if inside or an if long side. You know, there's just there's some yeah. weird stuff, especially when you don't use the curlies. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, but um, so there's no votes right now. I'm logged in. I'll, I'll vote for it. There we go. I'll vote for this. This looks like it probably should be fixed. Yeah, and so, so let's see. So let me look at it here. So if a is greater than fifty, b equals over. Else, so there's not else if. It's just else. Mm-hmm. So then, else, what it's doing then? Because there's no, there's no curlies. So that's basically else true. And then that's, yeah, that should throw an error, you would think, right? Because this here oh, is obviously this inside the else. If A is over 50. No, it's, it's in B, fact, it's not, there's no if right here. So it should be else if. There's no if. Right. So you have to have an if. Oh, I see what you're saying. See so, yes. So yeah. otherwise it's else true. And then these curlies just are living here. But gotcha. and again, if he's running it in TriCF, sometimes it's a bit of an issue. But if you run it on the actual engines that does that, that oh. would be interesting. Because yeah, you because yeah. Anyway, so if you do it else, I'd, I'd I'd scroll down down the page, but in doing so, I'd scroll down the down the example. And so there's a script version and a tag version on the example. I'm looking at it like, what are you looking at? But I'm, I'm with you now. Yeah, that's. I guess you're right because it should be else if if there's a condition. Yep. Um. So and technically, so, it's. It's just ignoring the fact that there's a condition there. So technically, this, Possibly. Is, this is else if. Yeah, I see. So I'm wondering if it shows the under or... Yeah, I'm curious. Now I'm going to have to run and see what it does in different things. So anyway. Right. So but the fact that they marked it as trivial was interesting. Well, I think I think they probably did just because it is the wrong syntax. If you're putting a, If you're putting a condition there, it should be else if. Yeah. And I think what they're doing is maybe it's trivial to say, oh, if it's CFLs, look for a condition and act, and, act, and make it act like, like, like else. Yeah. Well, that's always the thing, maybe too. Like when someone says it's trivial, it's either really simple or really not simple, you know? Like right, exactly. Like, that's what I always think is funny. So I don't think putting trivial on anything should be used as a, a way to describe something. Cause... Good point. Very good point. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's almost done. Meaning I thought about it in my head for 10 minutes and I figured it out. Yeah. Pretty, pretty dang funny for sure. All right. Okay. So next up, yeah, we have find a job. So CFML jobs. Uh, we usually recommend using getcfmljobs.com because it'll scrape and pull stuff from all over the place. And since I think a couple of months ago, it's got like thirty-six different positions now from twenty-two companies across twenty locations, five countries, or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. And we got three new jobs listed this week. Yeah, I'm a fusion application developer at Hyderabad in uh, Telangana, uh, India. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know if I butchered that or not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> that was uh, so. That's actually as of the 24th, so a couple days ago that was posted. Um, another one, actually full time cold cold, uh, cold fusion application lead, and that's at Nawida Uttar Pradesh in in India. And then we also have a full time application developer in Mumbai. Uh, Oh my gosh! Sorry, I was on a roll. There. Maharashtra, <laughs> Maharashtra. Yeah, yeah, in Mumbai, you, Maharashtra, in India, and that was that was posted on the seventeenth. I should know um, my Indian names better after watching so much cricket matches in India, but I still don't know them all very well. <laughs> nope, I hear you. I have Mumbai. I know where that is, but I don't get the actual. Now, 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 how does that work? There's a city, then there's it. Other states inside India, or is it I think they're like provinces. I'm not sure provinces? if they're called states or provinces, but yeah, there's okay. definitely regions for sure. But I don't know what they're calling right. them. So okay. And when I say watching cricket in India, I mean I watch cricket on TV that's playing. Yes, in India. no, I, I haven't been to India yet. 
So, but we also have a Patreon job yes. sponsored announcement as we mentioned earlier. Tomorrow's guides, mm-hmm. the fast paced leader in UK care sector, catering for care seekers across lots of areas, uh, care homes, nurseries, and home care. Um, and so they have a pretty big team, and it's twenty individuals across the UK working remotely to to basically um, you know build up and expand their offering with regular expansion in their teams and they're looking for some new developers they're looking for a cold fusion 20 2021 uh, 20, and a node js react as your cloud person who uh, uses ms sql and mongodb databases so that they use some cool stuff and so they're wanting a senior cold fusion developer but they're also looking for an automation tester with training paths towards node js as well so um that's cool yeah so you want to tell us a little bit they about also offer a wide variety of perks. So basically from a company-wide 4,000 uh, 4, euro bonus scheme and a quarterly nights out with the whole company and the product team do a 6% company pension contribution. So, uh, yeah, so they got some, uh, got two roles there and we're going to share the link for the roles in the chat. So the senior CF developers, UK only remote permanent and circa 60,000 pounds. Um, Minimum three years experience with cold fusion. They're looking at database design normalization, and the normalization has an S because that's how they spell it there. And ability to write and understand complex queries using MS SQL Server 2019. Hopefully, you're familiar with Git. You got a flexible skill set covering a wide range of development. And they've also got an automation tester. Now, for those of you that are actually are looking for the translation between pounds and Dollars, basically a sixty thousand or pound. I said euro before, didn't I? That was a mistake. I apologize to everybody that I just offended. But didn't know that. Uh, sixty thousand pounds a year is approximately seventy-two thousand dollars. Just kind of kind of putting it in little translation. But the automation test engineer. Now you need to live in the UK. That's for both of these. Work remote, but in the UK. Um, yep. That's a uh, circa forty k, uh, forty uh, pounds per year. Uh, minimum three years experience with automated testing, experience with automated testing tools such as Selenium, um, experience with API test tools such as Postman or Fiddler. There you go, Postman again. But yeah, yeah again. So, so if you watch the one, you know, like like the, the thing from Hawaii, learn about Postman, then go what, apply for this job. Was it Hawaii? Is that where it was or Michigan? Uh, Michigan was, yeah, Michigan. Mid-Michigan. Michigan was Postman? My bad. Yeah. Uh, my belt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hawaii's where Brad's been. Yep. And then uh, again, they have some really good benefits for mm-hmm. both roles. So 4,000 mm-hmm. per annum discretionary company bonus, 25 days paid uh, leave plus bank holidays, which are basically the government holidays, not, um, yeah. So good number mm-hmm. of holidays, 6% um, employer pension contribution, access to free perks through discount and discounts through perk box, which you've never heard of. And no, it's not an oldest product yep, yet. Through perk box. Uh, long service awards, cycle to work mm-hmm. scheme and a company team night out. So it sounds like a pretty cool place to work. Um, so if you're wanting to check that out, tomorrows.co.uk and mm-hmm. jobs.cfm is the file. And then we have some other job links too. So Auto Solutions is looking for, for people all the time. And we have positions in the US. And uh, now that we're incorporated, we should have some showing up here in the European area as well. So we'll be announcing yeah. those as we go. Ortis Malaga opened up very recently. Okay, so now is our ForgeBox mm-hmm. module of the week, and I think this one's pretty appropriate considering we've already talked a little bit about um, some something mm-hmm. relevant. So we're talking about CBQ, and what do mm-hmm. these three letters mean, Daniel? <laughs> oh, Daniel. So they <laughs> they actually stand for I'm guessing either Cold Box or Command Box Q, but it's Q U E U E, but we just did the Q because you know, we like abbreviations here. Basically, yeah. it's a protocol based queuing system for Cold Box. Um, yep. A queue connection defines how to connect to a backend service. It's like Redis, RabbitMQ, or a database or something. Um, and it's the idea that you can actually route where these messages go, whether it be the database, whether it be the Redis or whatever. Yep. Um, so then we have a queue. So the queue is a name stack of jobs or messages to be delivered. And the queue connection must have at least one queue. So each queue connection has a queue. And then you got a queue provider. So a queue provider is how you actually allow the the system for cold box to talk to different queues so we'll we'll be creating queue providers for redis and RabbitMQ and a database one and then you guys can obviously um you know build your own so if you guys are using a different tool for queuing and maybe like we'll get one for the amazon queue service stuff like that we could create new providers which we'll have on forgebox as well and the mm-hmm. cool thing is is that uh, you'll be able to you know hook up and then use them queues and cold box and don't have to worry about how to implement each one 
the provider takes care of that. We have an abstraction laying on top of it. So you code for one and it works for all of them. So locally you could use the database and staging you could use Redis and then in production you could use Redis and queue and it wouldn't matter. So right. pretty cool. So yeah, I'm going to share my screen real quick because I think, um, I think like I said, it's really cool. Um, and if you got the ITB videos, if you're a paid um, ticket holder for ITB, you can get it already. Otherwise the CBQ talk at, um, into the box will be on in December. You better see that, but you can just define some jobs. And then again, we've got a few providers already. So a sync provider, which means basically it happens right away. Then the cold box async provider, database provider. And then we're, like I said, we're talking about doing a mock one, a RabbitMQ one, a Redis one, a Couchbase one. And then there's a roadmap here. If you want to find out some more. So a lot of cool stuff. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. And again, really simple settings to start with so um i know a lot of people are really interested in this and to be honest we announced that we we're building it and that it was in development and we had a few clients like knocking on our door every two days like where is it i need to use it where is it and so uh you know they're, they're actually using it already where eric's been working hard getting the new pieces out there and we're excited so yeah. yep so very very cool next up Hints, tips, and tricks. And this one is one that I think might make you smile because it's called In Your Face. I wouldn't. (laughs) So uh, basically this extension uh, allows you to, um, you know, basically look at your your code. And when you have errors in your code, um, it will actually show you a face. And it's kind of cool. I'll share my screen for those who are watching. Because Mm -hmm. as you get more errors... uh, (laughs) The Incredibles like person changes, and so it does. Mister <laughs> Incredible, doesn't it? Yeah, that's what I thought it I mean, was. Maybe actually, he let himself go a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, basically, the more errors you have and everything, uh, the worse the face looks, and it just—it's <laughs> just kind of fun. I thought it'd be a, a good one after the break to come back and uh, have a bit of a laugh. So, in your face, and mm-hmm. I wonder if you can change the change the faces or if they'll have more different types, but. That's true. I wonder if you can like maybe connect it to like one of those um, Instagram apps where they like morph people's faces and stuff. And you can actually put someone you know in there, like a yeah. teacher or a mentor. And as you code things, they just start to like express disapproval in your direction. So that's extra motivation. Well, you like your children's faces when you take away their toys. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We're not going to play with that. Why not? I just, you just threw it at grandma. Of course, we're not playing with it. All right. Sorry. It's kind of a little flashback there. So next up, uh, we want to thank our Patreon supporters. Um, and so these are the individuals that are personally sponsoring uh, all of our amazing stuff that we do at Autis, and we think it's amazing, and so do they. And uh, they're supporting things like Commandbox, Forgebox, Coldbox, Contentbox, Testbox, and all the other boxes, and helping getting the continuous development they need. And it also funds our cloud infrastructure that um, Forgebox and our package management with Commandbox relies on. So they're big things, and they're able to, to help us with that. And we really appreciate them. And you can get on patreon.com slash autosolutions to uh, sign up to help. Now, the cool thing is we have the annual memberships. You get the pay the year and save, 10%, etc. But there's a bunch of perks, right? So you want to tell us about some of these perks, Dan? Yeah, these actually are a really good way of doing like multiple benefits for both you and for Ortis. So we have a bronze package, which basically, uh, sorry, um, if you if you a bronze package and up now get a Forgebox Pro and a CFCast subscription. Forgebox Pro is one of the packages where you can have not you know our public packages for Forgebox, but this is a way that you can actually just kind of keep private ones for either for yourself or for a small group or whatever. Um, that's that's a perk. Uh, all Patreon supporters have a profile badge on the community website, and that just kind of way of saying thanks. All Patreon supporters have their own private forum access on the community website. Um, which basically is more a matter of timing. I mean, obviously the people in Ortis are, are they're on the Slack channels and helping and everything else. Patreon supporter basically just is more of a matter of we'll get to as, as fast as we can. Um, Patreon supporters have their own private channel across the box team Slack so that they, 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 they can communicate and chat. Uh, we also have live stream access to streams like Coding with the Kiwi and Friends, uh, which is one of, one of our Friday things that we, that we talked about, and the Ortis Software Craftsman, uh, Craftsmanship Book Club. Yep, and so half of the ones on Fridays are free, and then there's a couple of the live stream ones that are sort of paid. Um, but we're, we're looking at that, but we just want to make sure that we say thank you to those who support us themselves. So we really do appreciate them. We really do them. appreciate it. 
So since this list is getting long, we're going to have to cut them off uh, starting the new year. But I think maybe we'll uh, I'll attack the top couple and you can take the bottom couple there, Dan, just so, so we far. can uh, do it without dying. It's a, before we can do it in one breath, now it's a now it's a mission. So <laughs> we'll start off by thanking our Patreon. So thanks, John Wilson from Synatrix. Thanks, Tomorrow's Guides and Jordan Clark. And also want to thank Gary Knight, Mario Rodriguez, Giancarlo Gomez, David Bellinger, Dan Card, that's you, Jeffrey McGee, Dean Wander, Nolan Irk, Will DeBruin, and Abdul Rahim. Uh, Dr. Juan, we also want to say, uh, say a thank you to Don Bellamy, Joseph Lamore, Jonathan Perret, Jan Yannick, Lakshmi Tirtahadi, Brian uh, Gid- I'm so sorry, I apologize, Brian. Brian Gidnelli, uh, Carl Bonstetten, Jeremy Adams, Didier Lesnicki. Matthew Clemente, Scott Steinbeck from Agrotracking Systems. Forgot to mention that Brian was from Haggerty Motor uh, Motorsport Reg. Uh, Daniel Garcia, Ben Nadell, Richard uh, Herbert, and Brett Deline. Yep, and then we've got Kai Koenig, Charlie Earhart, Jason Dagger, Sean Oden, Ross Phillips, Matthew Darby, Edgardo Cabezas, Patrick Flynn, Stephanie Monji, Kevin Wright, John Wish, Peter Mary, Kavan Venice, and John Nissim, and Tia. No last, no last name, but Tia. So, no, no last name needed. She's a single named, single name celebrity. Well, see, I always got confused because Tia means auntie for, we're a lot of, uh, oh. yeah. So, down Southern California, we have a lot of uh, Hispanic families, and so everyone's, mm-hmm. like, everyone's called Tia. Like, Why is everybody called Tia? And it's like we're auntie, <laughs> so they call her. Like, oh, yeah. New Zealander doesn't get those things that quickly, but. uh no, but yeah. yeah, similar thing like like they're driving in Germany, and every single exit has the same word on it. My uncle was going through, and he's like, "This is the biggest city I've ever seen in my entire life." It actually meant exit. Oh, like, oh <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Well, thanks everybody for joining us. Sorry for any of the technical difficulties. It looks like um, yeah, the world's having technical difficulties today. But I'll upload the video as well in case somebody has issues with the upper version. We apologize, but we thank everybody for joining us in the chat. And hopefully you guys can uh, watch later and leave us any comments. And don't forget, Autos Office Hours this week. And then we've got Brad's uh, Online CF Summit talk tomorrow. We've got David Byers the day after. Lots of stuff this week. So don't miss out. And you guys have a great week. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Good seeing you. Bye, everyone. Show notes for this episode can be found at cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like Spotify or iTunes. We also have the link to YouTube to find more videos just like this. The music used in this podcast is under a royalty-free license from Sound.com and Blue Tree Audio.